Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome into a special edition of Fold in the Cheese. It's a Wednesday episode, second time we've done this, and more importantly, it's the Christmas episode. It's like the fourth one we've done, Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas themed. <laughs> I mean, we had Christmas week, we've had other Christmas ones, but yes, continue. This is Love Actually today, oh, actually. and that is a personal favorite Christmas movie. And so I'm stoked to be joined by the my manager, Joe to the bill to my Billy Mac. This is shit, isn't it? Yep. Solid gold shit, Maestro. Ethan Gelfan, what's up, E? <laughs> that was quite the lead in like, okay. The Joe wait. The, the manager Joe manager Joe. guy. The the guy yeah. Who um, is his manager? See, yeah. the thing with love actually, first of all, great flick. You have seen it way more than I have, so testament to you. Well done. I like I like that you have these Christmas movies that you watch every year. That's that's awesome. It's not you're just like your home alone, it's not just your elves. You got love actually, you got well, I guess Christmas vacation. That's Christmas kind of, vacation. That's a, a yeah. typical one, but it's great that it's been like twenty or so years and love actually probably not the same duration, but getting up there, right? Getting up there. Yeah. Getting up there. I mean, I've been on that for, so, for a while. I yeah. appreciate that one because that's probably not high on necessarily people's Christmas movie list. It's like one we have to watch every year. Yeah. It's it it damn well should be. It's a fantastic it's movie. Well it's hilarious. And it is good. I will say it's not as it doesn't have like the same tradition necessarily as like the, right. the classics, you know, like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and even Christmas Vacation, which is a lot older. But um, there was a there's a guy that we follow, we both follow on Twitter, who does brackets, who has done some brackets yes. recently. They've been really good. Ryan Hallam is his name. Great follow. He's also a fantasy guy, so he's got a lot of good content. But he does uh, he did like a 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s sitcom bracket that was fantastic. Oh, he yes. recently did a Christmas movie one. Love actually was a five seed, and I was that's, I was I was very upset about that. You said I was that's very low? upset. Yeah, a five seed. I mean, it's a top like it's number like twenty. There's four regions, okay. right? There's a lot of Christmas movies, man. The fact that Love actually is a five, I'll give that to them. Like, well done, you've earned that five. That means like you're finishing top two or three in the conference. Maybe make it to your conference final. Didn't win the tournament, so they should be happy with the five. Come on. Do you think that was an at large? Do you think they were a mid major conference champion? Maybe. It might have been like a Xavier or like a Gonzaga. I mean, they would have to be a top, top mid-major. No, I think they're a major with that cast. That's a a major conference. I think so. The cast is incredible. I can run off like 10 superstars that are in that that movie. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's crazy is the kid, who does he, he's been in, uh, he's been in like huge franchises. He was in um, the Maze Runner franchises, but why am I blanking on the biggest one? Oh, he was in uh, Game of Thrones. He was, the guy who was always with Bran. What was his name? That's right. He was Bran's buddy. Yeah, Bran was died. Bran was the worst. <laughs> Bran, yeah. Anything dead. related to Bran, I just don't care about or don't remember because it was just the worst character ever. So did you love him getting pushed out the window? Like, was that awesome? Well, I actually started hating him 
after that. After that? <laughs> yeah, he's mostly <laughs> after that. Yeah. So after like, the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like the three-eyed raven and like all this stuff. It's just like he just like had these odd looks all the time. It just annoyed me. Really annoyed yeah, me. Yeah, he's gotten a little too high on his own britches. It's like, come on, man. You're not that big time. Even though he right. became. Anyway, we digress from Love Actually. Yeah. So yeah, yes, this is about Love Actually. son became. He actually was in some big franchises. So good, for, good yeah. on him. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's he was a, in the Queen's part. Gambit. That's what I was thinking of. He was in the Queen's Gambit. Oh, that's right. Which is that's a great show, right. by the way. Did you watch that, was that a whole great thing? Show. I did watch the whole thing. That was good. Yeah, that he was, was one uh, of the mini COVID, um, yes. you know, like must binge TV series, you know. Very much so. Yeah, I think I read something that after that show came out, like chessboard sales went up like a million percent. <laughs> you couldn't find him. Yeah, you couldn't buy him anywhere. It was like it was like Black Friday almost. Like it was just like chessboards went crazy. Oh, chessboards, like, which okay. is great. I mean, it's great. But, hey, chess is a good game. It is. I am good terrible at it. it. Yeah, and here's I've, what they've been great with the chess. Like I understand, obviously they're experts, and obviously just from the Queen's Gambit, how many people are so good? But I feel like if they played a player like me, I would be such a wild card. That they're like, whoa, I did not account for him doing that. Because <laughs> they plan, what, 30 moves in advance? Like, I can't plan anything against this guy. Like, he moved his queen out way too early or something yeah. like that. It's like Bill Belichick playing Jameis Winston. We're just like, <laughs> I have no idea what to expect I don't here. I know what to do. <laughs> I have a game plan that should work, but God only knows what this man's about to do. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I guess yeah. what they would do is they would go in the offensive and just not care what I did and just be like, right, and I'm going to just move. And if you moves. don't move that exact piece, I've already beaten you in like three moves. That's <laughs> probably like, a valid point. Oh, damn, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm already dead. <laughs> I'm already the game dead. hasn't even started and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it would go. But dude, now if you think about the, the cast of Love Actually, it's got two like hard asses who play such softies in this movie. You got Liam Neeson, who is the biggest, you know, badass of them all in take the taken movies. Like mm-hmm. the, what was the one where he was in a plane crash and he's fighting wolves? Uh, I don't remember what that was called anyway. And then you got freaking uh, Andrew Lincoln. Thank you. Andrew Lincoln from the walking dead. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. So it's just crazy to think. And again, the two softiest characters in this movie are in other shows and movies. The big Liam Neeson literally cries. He literally <laughs> cries. <laughs> He he's watching movie. Titanic. <laughs> he's crying watching Titanic. He broke down and cried. He's uh Andrew Lincoln's, you know, got the the big grand romantic gesture. Yes. Well he's got like a bajillion grand romantic gestures in that yeah. movie. Yeah, he really does. He's he's an underrated character. Yes. It launched launched his career, you could say. <laughs> you know, I bet the Walking Dead's like, okay, we need like the guy who's gonna carry this, he's gonna rip people's throats out, he's gonna just Yep, that guy from Love Actually, it's him. <laughs> it's you know him. what? Uh, it's got to be somebody in Love Actually that would <laughs> make got it the to most be. ironic. Yeah, he's versatile. What can you Very say? Very versatile. He's a chameleon. Actually does a pretty good like Southern accent, you know, I'd say for and, Walking Dead. Like not bad considering he's British. And we've talked about this on previous episodes. British people can do American accents so much better than Americans can do any other type of accent. It's very true. It's it's a, I didn't know that he was British prior to seeing The Walking Dead and or Love Actually. Well, I guess he was British in Love Actually, but I just didn't know. Um, he didn't talk much in Love Actually. So exactly. He just holds really up a lot hear. of cards. So yeah. Or just and smiles behind have, the camera. Those don't have an accent. Yeah. Um, I will say Liam Neeson. I have not heard do any accent other than Liam Neeson. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not certain he can do an accent. All right, Liam, we're going to need you to do uh, yourself. Oh, done. Got that. This next part's important. You're going to be taken. <laughs> He will be taken. Yeah. Explain to me everything you see in this room. Yeah. That's pretty much it for him. Yeah. But yeah. 
great cast. Great accent, great accent too. Laura um, Linney. <laughs> Laura Linney showing up from yeah, Ozark. Laura Linney? You know, Ozark fame, you know, yeah. Right. Again, <laughs> someone totally different character to be yeah. a drug runner, but you know, it's cool. Totally <laughs> it's different cool. character. Yep. It's got a lot, a lot of great folks. It really does. I love Bill Nye. So he's Bill Nye awesome. is great. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, and I, I would say he, he kind just... of he kind of steals the show. But like, th- there's so many good storylines. It's like I don't know. He's he's like the most outrageous character for sure. Yes. But um, yeah, he, his storyline is great. But. I also just envision Bill Nye playing himself as well. It's like, I would just love to sit in a room with him and just have a conversation because I just I kinda, feel like that is who he is. Kind of think that's him. Yeah. I kind of think he didn't do much acting. This is just kind of who he is. It's like, Bill, just talk. We're good. Whatever you want to say is good. Just say it. So, yeah. Um, love acting. So, yeah, we'll I'm excited. I'm actually, that. I will say I have not seen the movie yet this year. We watch, this I watch year. it every year, but I haven't seen it yet this year. I'm, I'm going to be watching it this evening. So if we've got some trivia here, I'm I'm gonna be uh, at least a year rusty. A year we'll off. see. We'll see how okay. it goes. I'm excited. I have faith about in it. you. I have faith in you. We'll see. We'll see what you dug up for me here. Uh, we've got some news around the league in the NFL. We have more COVID once again. Uh, this stuff is not good. It's it's happening all over the place. You've got to stay airtight on your rosters, keeping checking your updates. It's crazy. So um, I was most upset to see Jared Goff put on the COVID list on Monday. <laughs> Which is funny. You're most upset that Jared Goff, of all the people, is on the COVID Come on, list. Lions. I want a winning streak. <laughs> I want a winning streak. Um, I was wondering why the Falcons were a five-and-a-half-point favorite when I looked him up on DraftKings. I was like, oh, what is this? this is ridiculous. The Falcons suck. And then I realized, oh. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> if, Goff is, if Goff is on the list now, he could still turn around and play. He's vaccinated and has time to get some negative tests with a new protocol. He can still play. But you have to keep an eye on that one. They say that Tim Boyle is going to be the starter. I don't know. We were talking about this before the podcast. I don't know what happened to David Blau. That's he started a couple games last year, and he was actually really good. He Tim was Boyle solid for them. Totally sucks. I don't know why he's playing. What What is going on with David Blau? I don't know. And the, th- the crazy me. thing is, I-, I can't. I wish I did. I wish I could. Because the thing is, everything you read about David Blau, again, I get a lot of Lions stuff here. But they're saying like he... The organization loves him. He's one of the big clubhouse leaders, like just a player's guy, and the coaches love him. He does everything right. But yeah, I, when Tim Boyle first came in, I didn't understand it. And now they're saying it again. I don't get it. <laughs> We've seen both of these guys play in the NFL. One of them totally sucks, and one of them is like totally <laughs> well, serviceable. Serviceable, yes. <laughs> like one of them totally sucks. The other one only kind of sucks, but serviceable. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But I mean, David Blau was like not that much of a step back from Jared Goff, if we're being honest. Uh, Tim Boyle is actually a huge step back from Jared Goff. So I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, speaking of COVID, I mean, this is happening all over the league, but Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, both on the COVID list. Um, doesn't help me now. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> doesn't help me now. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, we heard about on Monday, so we knew about that one yeah. yesterday. Um, Tyreek is the is a more recent one. I don't know what's going to happen with these guys. I really don't. And this is going to impact a lot of stuff, including – like we're going to try and do some DFS lineups today and some sportsbook bets, but like truthfully, I wouldn't make a man. single bet until probably game day. You know, I just, I just don't know what to do and I wouldn't yeah. do DFS lineups. Uh, we're going to lock ours in today, but obvious caveat that if any of these guys go down right. with COVID, like we get to switch them out, yep. but it's, it's pretty wild. Um, and other news Fournette is Leonard Fournette is likely to head to the IR is the last thing I've heard recently. So could be done for the regular season. They probably just want to give him some time to heal for the playoffs, but Makes even sense. more value on Ronald Jones at that point. He's next man up. They, I love how they signed Le'Veon Bell. First of all, I didn't even know the Ravens let him go, which is even sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They let him <laughs> go like mid, that. mid-season. Yeah. 
Jeez, uh, how Not a much, how far down has he fallen from what was it three years ago when he's holding out from the Steelers because he wants that massive contract? Yeah, that worked out well for him. That was like that the was crazy. worst he move was ever. I mean, ever. that was the worst move ever. He I ended mean, up getting one like one one year deal with the Jets. It was like probably a good deal, but then he sucked. And then it wasn't like, even that good. Mind. No, he signed he signed a three year deal with the Jets, and it was for less money than what the Steelers offered him. I think there was more guaranteed. Is the only caveat. I know this is kind of crossing over sports, but it's similar to what happened uh, in the NBA. Do you know who Dennis Schrader is? No He's a point guard. He was on the Hawks for a bit. He's been bouncing around, but last season he was on the Lakers. And they had offered him a like a four year, eighty million dollar extension, and he turned it down because he like my free agency. I'm going to ball out in free agency. I'm going to get a huge deal. So he turned down the Lakers uh, extension. Come to the off season, you want to know what he signed for? He signed with my boss in Celtics. Okay, one year, six million dollars. <laughs> Did he take so, a year off? Nope. No, he, did not. So he went from he turned down he a four year eighty million, and he instead got a one year six million. Yep, in the same off season. Same off season. There was no gap. It was just the market. Wow. Yeah, that's so, actually tremendously worse than what happened to Le'Veon. That is awful. That is bad. Um, so now, like, let's be fair. Six million dollars, not awful. Like right, there's still I'm out say that. Yeah. So I, in some respects, like I get that you want to be paid what you're worth, but at the other at the other end of it you you honor your contract and yes things can be worked out bonuses or whatnot and and yes if you you're just completely balling out you can have a conversation but what he did was so dumb holding out in football where nothing is guaranteed and you can't take a year off you can you're running back and every year you get older you're closer to not being relevant. And he was so like anyway, 28, 29 or something when he finally. One of the best sure. backs in the league, but yep. we're wasting too much time with Le'Veon Bell, but it just makes me want to punch something because it's so dumb. I just, uh, I wrote this in the show notes. Just, they signed Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Big time. Uh, moving on. Cole Beasley's now out with COVID and he's not vaccinated. So he's done for this week and maybe out next week as well. He's been a decent slot receiver, but. I think this is important because we talked about Gabriel Davis and his stock is kind of climbing. Another playing the Patriots this week, which I would guess they're going to try and take away Stefan Diggs. Mm-hmm. Maybe Davis is a sneaky play and he's now got that much less competition in the receiving room. Uh, I'm not sure if Emmanuel Sanders will be back or not this week, but I'm guessing probably not. So now you got Diggs and Davis are the two main guys. JC Jackson's going to take out Diggs. Davis could be the only guy that's really open. He and Dawson it's- Knox. It's so funny, and I'm going to go on another sidetrack, but, you know, Cole Bleasy, he's not been vaccinated. He's made a big deal of it, you know, in the offseason and all this, the fact that he's not, blah, blah, blah. He's outspoken about it. And so now uh, there's an article out there that says, Beasley's blaming the rules, quote, unquote, for being out against the Patriots. Like, no, dude, like you, this was your choice. It's, again, completely your choice, but it this is. is what can happen. You so knew when know. you made this choice that this would happen if you ever got COVID, right? You knew exactly. that you would be treated differently. And so, you could argue whether that's fair or not, but not 15 games into the season. No, like you, you knew know. everything. But anyway, so yes, just people are silly. Yeah. Here's a weird one. Austin Eckler. So we heard on Monday that he was on the COVID list and then heard later that he was not on the COVID list, but he missed <laughs> practice. And then some beat reporters were kind of like, yeah, but he's going to be on the COVID list. Um, I don't know what the hell is happening with him. I don't think anybody does. That's a high profile name. Like we need to figure it out and we need to prepare for him to potentially not be there. I'd say Mm -hmm. 
It could be COVID related. It could be injury related. I don't know. All the more reason Justin Jackson is going to be super valuable, especially if you have Eckler. If you're second in line and waiver priority and you can't get Ronald Jones, Justin Jackson, man, go get him. See what happens. You might you might get a starter out of him. That'll be we huge. talked about it. We talked about it last episode. Go for him, man, Justin Jackson. Go for it. Yeah, go for it because they got Houston this week too. So that's a great yeah, great matchup great match for him. All right. Um, there's a lot of other COVID news around the league. Go track it down. I don't want to list all the players out there, but uh, there's injuries, COVID stuff. You got to be watching this stuff daily, especially for your roster. And check the transaction trends is one thing I always look at on the Yahoo leagues. If you're in Yahoo, you can go into research transaction trends and sort it by how many people have been added recently. And it'll show you all the players that people in other leagues are adding. It might give you a hint as to some news that's out there that you need to go look up. So for instance, if you see Justin Jackson is the number one added player, then you might want to look up Austin Eckler and say, what's going on with Eckler? Oh, I found out he's maybe got COVID, you know, like, so that's kind of how, uh, one of the ways I do my research, um, whenever I'm looking at who I want to put on my waiver claims. Uh, fun fact. I wanted to fact check myself from last episode. We were talking about Scotty Miller. I got interested yesterday after we recorded in time. I was like, yeah. what? where is Scotty Miller? What's he doing? So he has four catches on the year for 29 yards. Um, but he did not play from September 26th back up until November 28th. So I guess he was a little hurt, but, um, must have been banged yeah. up. Yeah. So he's, right, back. Well, he's, he's back. He's back. He's playing. He got three targets last game against the Saints. So Scotty. He's he's like, so you got AB coming back. He's the big name, right? So we got to watch Mike Evans and see what happens there with his injury. I don't know if they're going to sit him out or what. Tyler Johnson is a name that's been out there a lot. He He's filled in the slot before when Godwin has been out. And yep. he's serviceable. He's a, he's a decent player. Scotty Miller, is he's going to probably alternate series with Tyler Johnson. I don't trust either one of them enough that I would oh, start no, them, not especially not this late in the playoffs. No way. <laughs> Maybe in a DFS, if you're in a tournament, like they might be a decent play, but I don't know. AB is the name you want. And uh, sure. Mike Evans, of course, and, and Grunt. My curiosity just got the best of me. I had to find my boy, Scotty. Appreciate you cleaning the, that up. Yeah. Did we say third or fourth degree Wes Welker? Third or fourth? I think fourth because we went to Julian Edelman and then went to Chris Hogan. And then. Oh, Chris Hogan. That's right. <laughs> Scotty Miller. <laughs> Scotty yeah. Miller. Okay. Which yeah, we may, even, we may even need to insert Danny Amendola in between there. Just, uh, just for fun. Maybe. So fifth degree. Maybe. maybe. Uh, all right. So speaking of DFS, last week, another dumpster fire for my <laughs> squad. I had a feeling a lot of people had this issue. Like this is the same as it, as, it, as goes fantasy, as goes daily fantasy, right? So the I players mean, that you wanted to do well totally sucked. Then they did. It's going to kill you. I had four snowflakes on my team, for instance. Uh, I got Cooper Cup <laughs> again. Too. Shame on me. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, I, my week was it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like blowing off the doors. Uh, I had Cooper Cup, so it wasn't great. Was, you got thirty seven out of Cooper Cup. I mean, I did get thirty seven. <laughs> you were sitting under a hundred before that, so yeah, it wasn't a great week, but yeah, that made it look like a pretty solid week. Yeah, I had two snowflakes. You did have four, so that hurts. Four. And probably should have had more, except they the players I had drafted were so bad anyway that they weren't. <laughs> it wasn't like you thought they were going to do great. They just didn't do anything. Right. So whatever. Uh, I do like. I would just like to point out, you were laughing at me when my uh, defensive pick, when I picked the Panthers against the Bills, and you picked the Bills against the Panthers. Just so you know, my Panthers defense scored me five points, and your Bills defense scored you seven. So, just like to say, not that much difference. And that's why defenses are stupid, and you shouldn't spend a lot of money on them. (laughs) Totally, totally agree with that. Defenses are (laughs) stupid. You shouldn't even have to play with them. I hate that you have to here. I think FanDuel, I think they, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do kickers too. And I was like, oh, God, no. I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Yeah. I would be in favor of not doing defenses on DraftKings. There's probably a way to customize a contest, but I don't want to take the time to do it. Stupid. 
All right, uh, sportsbook dumpster fire. This is one where like. <laughs> Listen, some of these picks were made before games got moved around to Tuesday and Monday night and stuff like that. Like it's it's damn near impossible to place bets right now with all this stuff going on. Like the Seattle and Rams game. Like I wanted an over on that game because I thought the Rams were missing like nine defensive players, including Jalen Ramsey. Well, you give them three extra days to prepare and all of a sudden those guys are all healthy now able to play. And so it's a low scoring game. So I don't know, I guess take it with a grain of salt, like knowing when the bet is made on the show versus when it's made in real life. Like I, like I said earlier, I would not make a, a sports book bet until the day of the game or day before right now. I just wouldn't mess with it. Part that includes parlays over unders, everything Um, just because obviously like you also have weather issues. You never know about this late in the season, but with COVID stuff going around, injuries going around, like just wait, wait until you have all the information and then make the best, the best move you can. Yeah. Uh, Obviously the green Bay game, I've already ranted on that one. They gave up a 14 point (laughs) lead and lost me a five and a half point um when there cardinals straight up lost i ranted about that one and, yeah we've heard that come one. on i was trying and to win ten dollars on a fifty dollar now <laughs> yeah i was just trying to make a little money and the cardinals and the buccaneers blew up my uh parlay as well so whatever stupid 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 what? stupid Ever. stupid 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 flush the turd flush the turd. <laughs> yes we have my god but why as you said, sports books are just taking a beating in general just because of these heavy favorites. It's just crazy to me. Like what? And I know hey, COVID is a factor, but man, it's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually follow the DraftKings stock. This is a public company now. And so I kind of keep track of that to see how they're doing. I think it's like fascinating. I think they're going to just blow it up as soon as they get legal everywhere. Like this thing is going like crazy. It's been taking a huge hit recently. And a good amount of that is attributed to the losses that they're taking on some of these NFL games. And they mentioned it, it? like we're getting smoked on NFL games because the teams are not performing like they're supposed to. And there's so many upsets and so many bad losses and yeah, they're getting, they're getting crushed right now. Oh my so, God. Sucks. Do you um, have stock in, uh, do you have their stock? I do. I do. It's so you are uh, an owner. I am. A, I'm an owner. Yeah. I own DraftKings. So I'm impressed, no. man. It's not doing well. It's not doing well currently. <laughs> it's not doing well. Sorry. It's a long term. It's a long term hold. It's funny because this is no one's going to care about this, but I will say they spend a lot of money in marketing whenever they enter a new market, like a new city or a new oh, state, okay. rather. And so there's a ton of money that gets spent on marketing, and that really hurts their P and L. And so the people are like, oh, they're losing money left and right. It's like no, when they when they came to Tennessee, for instance, and they legalized sports betting here, there were DraftKings billboards and, and advertisements everywhere, and they were giving away tons of free bets and and like. Um, no brainer bets and all this kind of stuff. So, like they lost a ton of money just to just to like enter a new market. Yeah. Once they've entered every market, that cost goes away. They don't have to advertise as heavily. They don't have to give away free but free bets. That's like, true. All that money that they're spending goes away, and so then you're just then you're just stuck with like, okay, are people really adopting this thing? And I think they are. I mean, I, people, a lot of people I know, tons of people that I know, are doing some form of daily fantasy or daily sports fantasy. book or whatever. You know. I mean, I'm not gonna I lie. I started popular. this year, and that was a big big get for them to get me so that's right absolutely <laughs> got your cash took oh, all yes. of it too right so there you I go um so yeah i think i think it's a it's a good play long term anyway no one cares about my anyway. stock picks or really my <laughs> sportsbook picks honestly so <laughs> you got to give yourself some more credit man stop crying while watching titanic if you're still, if you're still <laughs> i am crying while watching titanic uh, uh promise me you'll hold on rose all right let's get a do it update <laughs> do it do it do it do it. Do it. Do it. Let's do this update. Okay, man. 
So Justin Fields got you 19.9 points. And once again, I will say Matt Ryan is still trending upwards. He is still trending upwards. One, two, He's three, four, five, six weeks in a row, he has gone up. So this week he got 15.4 points. So <laughs> with all this being said, the window is getting ever so closer as Justin Fields slash Andy Dalton is trailing Matt Ryan only by 25 points now. So it is 227.2 to 202.2. So, oh man this is gonna be a photo finish who would have thought well i guess you would have thought in the beginning but i wouldn't have thought uh so yes it is gonna be a close one the uh um, the justin's fields touchdown was hilarious i was watching so the end of that game it was literally the last play of the game they're down 14 the last play of the game and he throws a ball that they initially touchdown. they initially called not a touchdown they said the guy was short he caught it in the end zone it was very clear on the replay it was a touchdown it's like the the Players are going like the Vikings are all like, yeah, game over, you know, and and then they're like, oh, hang on. They didn't even announce it like what during the broadcast, like, like oh. they, they skipped like Scott Van Pelt and he's like, they're like, oh, and a meaningless touchdown. He's like, it's not meaningless. There's like a seven and a half point spread on this <laughs> game. Exactly it's like, it's deal. not meaningless. <laughs> and so they didn't kick a PAT, so ended up winning, losing by eight, I think. But it was it was hilarious. Yes. Well, it was garbage, but you still got those probably seven garbage points for that so that's oh, seven that points you. right there for in our league yeah so yeah so it is down to 25 point window but again matt ryan trending up justin fields trending down just saying uh yeah. going to our wide receiver this is kind of a bummer since um chris codwin's now officially out for the year but he and cd basically did the exact same thing <clears throat> cd got 11 points last week and chris Godwin got 10.9 so chris Godwin will end our do it bet with 223 points and right now cd has 186.5 so it'll be Listen, know, man, three he, games he's, left he's got three games he's got to catch him he's got you figure that's, he's probably gonna not catch over him. it's not over i would i mean hell I, I was saying it's not looking good for godwin but uh so it's gonna be an interesting race for cd if he can make up that ground with chris godwin gonna get three more donuts so again you don't want to see it end because of injuries but uh it is what it is and that's kind of the name of the game and just to recap kemper won the running back because chris carson is out for the year after week five so that was great <laughs> And uh, he took plan decently. And he took over the secondary running back battle when we just threw in our starters. And uh, I have deferred and said Simba has has won that one. So yeah, yes, he keeps he just keeps rolling. Twenty four points against rolling. the Patriots. I mean, it's only going to get easier from there. <laughs> yeah, really, no kidding. So there it is, my friend. Your do a board update. Windows closing on our quarterback battle, and now CD has only he the one. He's got to get. He yep. knows what he's got to get. Yeah. He knows the time to beat um, the weekly do it bet. This was so freaking annoying. <laughs> um, what's, what's crazy is like, obviously Aaron Rodgers balled out. All right. Yep. And Nick Chubb played well. So Nick Chubb did what we thought he would. It was between George Kittle and Tyree kill for who I was going to take as my second pick. And I was just <laughs> thinking like, obviously Kittle's coming off the two monster games. Yep. Tyreek has been hit or miss. I'm like, ah, the chargers have this like supposedly good secondary. I went with George Kittle. And honestly, if I'd gone with Tyreek, I would have won. That, that was totally the difference. And instead, you just murderated. <laughs> instead of me, it could have won. I just got steamrolled. So, great job. Great job Appreciate on you um, psyching it. me out of taking time to kill. <laughs> That's all the credit I, I think I can head, give you. Man. I'm yeah, living rent free. That's all I can do for you. Uh, uh, golly, that was bad. In, um, I'm going to take a look at the uh, picks can pick them. Yes, sir. Picks I ended up I'm with 11 leaving. correct picks. You have now... Taking a lead over Leslie. Dirty Jalapeno. Leslie, yes. you're one game up on her now. I'm not going to lie. And like After the games kind of unfolded, I kind of forgot 
you know, where you and I had made different. I thought you kind of murdered me this week. I thought I was way off, but you only beat me by one pick this week, which I am actually okay with. I'll take that as a win because this okay. time I remember like, shoot, who did I, did I pick? Oh man. Cause I knew again, I'm trying to go against you to make up some ground. So I had to make some. Well, and again, picks, we made was, some of these picks like with very different circumstances, right? This is true. This is very so, true. So and that's I'm not an okay excuse for either it. of us. It's just like, that's, we kind of forgot why we made the picks we made at, at some, in some cases. So yeah, pretty wild. So anyway, I was suffice to say, I was happy to only be down this week by one to you. Uh, overall, it's back up to five, which is okay. Still can still got time. Oh yeah. I'm just glad, sorry, dirty jalapeno, but glad I took over that second spot. Yeah, you can definitely, uh, you can definitely make this happen. This week has got a lot of good matchups, a lot of interesting yeah. picks. I think we're going to have a lot different this week too. So Let's see how we do. This could be a good week for you to make up some ground for sure, or me yeah, to extend the lead. We'll see what let's happens. Let's jump right in, man. Let's jump right in. So we got Thursday. We got tomorrow. Usually we're talking on Thursday game day, but we got the San Francisco Niners visiting your questionable Tennessee Titans. Yeah, coming to Nashville. Big Thursday night game. Fans here are excited. Tickets are expensive. I will not be able to attend, um, <laughs> but should be a good game other than the fact that the Titans still don't have any good players. So right. I'm not really sure what to say here. Um, Julio's out i guess hamstring injury or whatever i don't it doesn't matter if he plays he's not doing anything anyway they're playing with a band of misfits and i just you can't you can't keep winning you know i think they're at this point they're winning against the teams that totally suck and they're going to lose against every decent team until they get totally healthy and san francisco is not only a decent team they're on a hot streak and so i've it's really unfortunate but i I just don't think there's any way they're going to stop san francisco in this game so you're picking the Niners? I'm picking the Niners. Damn. Yeah. I Reluctantly. Mean, I mean, exactly what you said. Titans are, they're two teams going in completely different directions. And unfortunately, it's because of injuries for the Titans. It's not just they have their guys and they're playing poorly. So you think they can turn it around, but it has a lot to do with the health issues. And, you know, Tannehill is doing everything he can, but he's having a down year. And again, it's a lot because of the loss of weapons, but Niners are looking really good. They're just looking solid all the way around on both sides of the ball. So I, yeah, I'm going San Fran on the road here. Yeah. All right. We got Cleveland traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers. This is a Saturday game. This is going to be Christmas Day. Oh, that's right. It is Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, the Browns really lost their playoff hopes by losing to the Raiders. And it's unfortunate, again, once again, with all the COVID stuff and how many players are out. Because you looked at the games that they had remaining in there. The game following that was the Packers. And you figure the Packers are pretty much healthy. Uh, which is scary. And so right now they they have the number one seed in the NFC. They are not going to want to give that up to a hurt Browns team at home. It's going to be Green Bay. Green Bay in December. I mean, Christmas Day especially. Um, they're healthy. Like you said, Rodgers and, and Devontae have both had COVID already too. So like you don't have <laughs> to really worry about them rest of the season. And those are the two guys you, you really care about on that team. Green Bay um, should crush in this one, I think. They I mean, should it, it crush. could be close. Like, I guess if Cleveland's defense has got some pride and they want to they want to show out fine, but like Green Bay should crush in this game. And unless they let them back in the game like they did the Ravens last week, which was stupid, then <laughs> I, think they'll, I think they'll crush. I'm taking okay. Green Bay as well. I'm taking Green Bay. This yep. is a fun one. Uh, also on Christmas Day, the night game is the uh, the surging Colts against the question mark Cardinals. What are we thinking with this one? I think this will be a great game. Yes. Um, and this yeah, is I'm looking forward to it. I think both of these teams have played a lot of games where I've said that recently because they're both, I wouldn't say they're both on fire because the Cardinals just came off a loss to the, the Lions, but um, they have been on fire at different points in the season. Um, 
I'm I'm a little hesitant here. Obviously, I think either way you pick, you're going to feel a little crappy about it. But yep. I'm sticking with the Colts in this one. I think the Colts are going to roll in there and take care of business. I don't like what I saw of the Cardinals last week, and I think they'll bounce back. But I don't know. They 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 have they've been a little shaky the last several games. They lost for to sure. the Rams as well. Like I don't know if it's Hopkins being out or what it is. TJ Watt done for the year. Whatever it is, they they looked a little shaky. So I don't have a lot of faith in them. Dang, I was hoping you were going to pick the Cardinals because uh, I too am picking the Colts again. It's all about getting hot at the right time, and they are they are feeling it. Um, they too are relatively healthy, and knock on wood that they're they're happy with that. I know they're going on the road, but the Cardinals, man, it's they're kind of having flashbacks to last season when they start off six and two, and then what do they end two and six? It's it's got to be playing something in their head right now that that's kind of happening again. Uh, and they're they're on a bit of a downward slide. It's not all on Hopkins being out. I mean, they've got enough playmakers that it, it, it they should be able to do all right because they had four games without him anyway, and they were able to do okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not it's kind of inexcusable to lose the way you did to the Lions, and this is a Colts team that is way better than that. And I know you just can't go one for one comparison like that, but I'm liking what I'm seeing on the Colts. They really manhandled the Patriots on both sides of the ball, and uh, I think they could do it again against the Cardinals. Yeah, it worries me for the Titans' sake because the Titans are heading the wrong direction. The Colts right. are surging right now, but um, the tiebreakers could could make a big difference at the end of the season. Thankfully, they got two wins before uh, they got before one they after Henry went be out, good. before they all decided to suck and be hurt. So whatever. Uh, this one's going to be interesting. We got the Lions going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. I know your heart is torn on this game. It is. What are you my, thinking? My hometown Lions versus my sweetheart Falcons. I mean, whew. Uh, had. The news being that Jerry Goff was starting, I think it would have been a little tougher to pick. Uh, I'm going with my Falcons just because, I mean, we saw last time when Goff wasn't there, the Lions did not look great. So uh, it's on the road. I know the Lions, I don't know the Lions road record. I should have looked that up to really dive deep into the stats. But uh, I got to hope Matt Ryan, you know, he's still project, he's still trending upwards. So he's just going to keep rising. So I'm going to go with the Falcons rise up. Yeah, their home record, their uh, road record is Definitely not better than one and seven or whatever. <laughs> one, oh, and one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. At best case scenario, they've won a game on the road. I don't even remember where their person was. So I think they tied um, the Steelers on the road. So that I think the they same. did. I think they did. Um, so I would I would say this. Like I would take it one step further. If Goff were playing, if I hadn't heard that Goff was maybe going to be out, I was going to take the Lions here. Yeah. And so until I heard that he was on the COVID list, I had the Lions picked here. I will even give you this: if he does play. I will switch my pick to the Lions. I've got the Falcons okay. without Goff. I have no faith in Tim Boyle. If Goff plays, I'll take the Lions and give you an opportunity okay. here to make up a point. Nice. I like it. I love your contingencies. We always got to have those contingencies. I'm trying to help uh, you, man. People loving people. I appreciate it. People loving people. ELE. Everyone love everybody. So now we got this is a crucial division matchup, which we didn't think would be at this point in the season, but it is. We got the eight and six Ravens going to the eight and six Bengals, man. So your boy John Harbaugh, is he going to outcoach himself or what? Ugh, God, I don't know what to do with this game. I, <laughs> Neither does America. It's 50-50. It is. It's pretty close. Um, and I don't know who's going to play for the Ravens, if Lamar's going to play or not. I'd honestly probably prefer Tyler Huntley play at this point. He's a superstar right? in the making. Superstar. You should pick him so, up. Screw Jalen Hurts. Put him in. Man, I, I'm just really back and forth on this one. I got to tell you, um, I don't feel good about this pick at all. I'm going to take the Ravens. I don't feel good about it at all. <laughs> I just feel gross. Um, I am picking the Bengals, which is good. Um, I, but I too do not feel good about it because the Bengals, 
they should be doing much better than they they have been. Yes, they have eight wins on the season, and and good old boy Zach Taylor's got to be happy about that. But they should have more. They've had some duds when they shouldn't have. Uh, I know I'm kind of once again going against uh, my rule of not going against the Ravens just because they always seem to screw me when I I do go against them. But they have not been showing uh, the team that they were when they were eight and three. And it could be obviously with Lamar's injury. But again, Tyler Huntley has been doing enough to get them to win ball games. They came back against the Packers. They came back against the Steelers. Uh, they obviously ended up losing both those games, but you still got to finish them. And I think the Bengals will have enough to finish it. It's not going to be pretty, but I think they can finish it. You got three losses in a row by a total of four points. That's the only thing I'm thinking <laughs> about with the Ravens. It's like, you got to turn one of these into a W at some point. That's true. And, um, we don't know about the health of Joe Mixon, which I think will be important here. Samaj Piran's been okay in his stead, but I think you definitely want Mixon to be healthy to go for this yeah. one. The receivers had a terrible game last week. Tyler Boyd, and man. Jamar Chase were just Tyler Boyd, you, you called yeah. dead. It was a beast. I woke him up. Thank, he should be thanking me right now. He should. He should. Anyway, so we got the Rams heading to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. What do you like here? Uh, I don't like the Vikings when I the past couple of weeks I had, uh, had they been playing to the caliber that they had been the previous couple of weeks with that offense, I it would have been a little tougher in Minnesota because it's not like the Rams have really been blown off the doors of people. I know they had a great showing against the Cardinals, but again, it was it was close. The Cardinals got that onside kick. They could have they could have made it the game at the end. And even last night, they did not look great against the Seahawks. So, man, if the Minnesota had been playing better like last week, I know they won, but it was against a gross Bears team and they struggled against that. Uh, I would have had more thinking about this one, but I, I got to go with the Rams. They're chasing the Packers for that number one seed, and uh, they got to win this game. There were some really good Bears tweets that I saw about <laughs> that game, and one of them was this this chick, this fancy chick, who's like, "Do the Bears practice during the week?" Fantastic! I was like, "Touche." That's a great. Although um, uh, another reason, did you see that Kirk Cousins interception he threw? <laughs> yes. Where he basically just lofted it up. <laughs> to I the want this one? But there wasn't even anybody in the vicinity. Justin Jefferson had fallen down. He threw the ball after he had fallen down. Yeah. So his arm was probably already kind of in motion. Like, I don't know. He's probably already sort of doing that. Anyway, probably this receiver, was like, the, this receiver was like weird fumbles when he's like, I'm going to throw it. No, I'm not. And I just threw it like three feet in front of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, tuck rule. Or the tuck rule. Yeah. That's also. I know that's a hot topic for you. Um, all right. So I'm taking the Rams as well. And for all the reasons you said, I don't trust the Vikings. Uh, I think the Rams last night was kind of just COVID rust, honestly, not practicing and kind of there's some, there's some like lingering effects when you actually have COVID. I think these guys, even though they don't have like bad side effects, sometimes they're like, like we saw with Amari Cooper, like maybe you got a bit of a cough or chest congestion or something like it's just not hundred percent. You're getting back into football shape. I think with your lungs, especially probably a little bit tough. So I'm going to chalk that up last night to, to that specifically. Also, it being a Tuesday game and like, I don't know, the preparation for something like that. They had like Sunday practices. It was weird. It was so I'm going gonna, I'm to chalk it up to that, but I'm going to say the Rams take care of business in Minnesota. And the Bears didn't practice. So they had Monday practice. The Bears didn't. So it's cool. <laughs> the Bears just didn't practice at all. Yeah. Okay. So now we are heading to the AFC East in a huge game as the Bills are playing the Patriots for the second time in three weeks. Three weeks? Three weeks. Uh, as they go into New England this time. So who you got in this one? This is a tough one. This is a tough one and Beasley being out and Sanders being out makes it even tougher for me because I would have said the bills are kind of rolling now and kind of getting back into form. And assuming this doesn't have 30 mile an hour wins, I think Buffalo has got a more dynamic team and dynamic offense, but 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what Bills team's going to show up here. I, and maybe it's, again, maybe it's just the giving season. I'm going to take the Bills and let you roll with your Patriots at home. But I actually don't trust the Patriots at home. They've been awful at home this year. So I don't think that helps them at all. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. They need to win this one. I think they're going to take care of it. Yeah. This, I mean, again, I know I'm a homer, but this was a, a very tough pick for me. The Patriots have been bad at home, but for whatever that's worth, most of their home games were when they were kind of still figuring out who they were. So I don't really put too much emphasis on that. Uh, it is the bills are, are scary to me uh, just because they are underachieving and I think they can still figure it out. But yes, those, those injuries to Beasley and, um, and Sanders do hurt them on offense kind of loses their, their depth for sure. Uh, Devin Singletary is looking better. Zach Moss, I don't know. He's just been healthy scratch. Back. Yeah, yeah. So I he's don't been healthy scratch. Matt Breed has been back there, but they they finally have made Singletary their their guy. I think is what they're saying. It's like he's after like I their, dropped him, he's so their lead cool. back. Yeah, of course. But um, I mean, it's not like he's been doing much anyway. But so yeah, this is this is a scary game, and I didn't know what to think of it. Had the had the Patriots beat the Colts last week, I would have been a lot more confident in this pick. I'm gonna go with the Patriots just because I think this is the time that. Bill always gets them ready in the second half of the year. And I think this is when he has another time to game plan against them. It's not going to be a gimmicky game. He can do a full game plan for it. Uh, so I'm, I'm tentatively picking the Patriots. All right. Thought you might. Thought All right. Might. We got the Jags heading up to the Meadowlands to take on the Jets. This is going to be a great, thrilling matchup. What do you think is going to happen? Pick number one versus pick number two, man. This is quite <laughs> the epic matchup. Uh yeah, and honestly, I was torn between this game. <laughs> and you know what? I think I'm actually going to change this at the last second because I picked one team and I just wanted to vomit in my mouth even saying it. <laughs> so I had originally picked the Jets and I am changing it. Last second, I didn't like it. I was 50-50 going into it, but Zach Wilson has just been so bad. And just hearing him talk to the media after the game last week, just does not give me any hope. I was knocking them last last episode and you were kind of building the Jets up. I don't see the fight. And they had a great first half against the Dolphins. And then the second half, they just came out so crappy. They just want the season to be over. Jacksonville has a renewed spirit. I know they didn't really show it against Houston. <laughs> yeah. but, um, got crushed by Houston. You in figure Trevor's got to be doing something. And James Robinson is back. Let him run it against a horrid Jets run defense. So I'm switching it over jagging up let's go yeah i listen this is a dumpster fire i don't want i'd rather choose neither of them if i Can could just if i wouldn't lose game? points i would just skip the game this is going to be awful i have no interest in this i don't know what to pick i don't care about either of these teams they both suck whatever uh i do think james robinson will probably run all over the jets like most everyone has um <laughs> but i i don't know it's december in new york i'm gonna go with the jets at home Wow. Jacksonville's going to be like coming from 81 degree weather. They're going to be like, what is this? <laughs> what is happening? I'm just going to say they're going to be cold and I'm taking the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the other team will be temperature cold. <laughs> yeah. There's my logic for you. <laughs> I like it. You know what? In that game, that totally wins out and plays out. So there's I'm nothing not else. For it. They, they both suck. There's nothing else. Uh, <laughs> all right. So moving on from that dumpster fire, we go to another dumpster fire New York team playing against the Eagles who might have something to play for. So what are we thinking here? Eagles look pretty darn good last night. We we obviously didn't see much from Washington as far as no. uh, attendance is concerned in their in their lineups. They but they weren't giving out free medium sodas. That's why. That's that's the problem. Um, Jalen Hurts looked great last night. I mean, he was three touchdowns, crushing. man. 
He was crushing. And the interception he had was the weirdest interception. Uh, one of the weirdest <laughs> interceptions I've ever seen. That was just bizarre. Hit got Dallas got it right in the hands. He dropped it, bounced off his heel, kicked up in the air and picked off. So that was bizarre. Whatever. That shouldn't count for, for Jalen hurts, but it does. Shouldn't count. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles at home. Uh, it doesn't matter if this were in New York, I guess I'm taking the Eagles no matter what the, the giants suck. And yeah, Maybe Jake Fromm's going to be better than Mike Glennon. I don't know. Uh, the Giants have officially shut down Daniel Jones for the year. Uh, maybe Kadarius Tony's back. I'd love to see him play some more. I think he's a doesn't dynamic matter. player, but that doesn't matter. Uh, they can't get anything going on offense. No. Uh, I, too, am going Eagles. The Giants are terrible. Miles Sanders had himself a night, man. It's fine. Two straight 100-yard games. Two this straight 100-yard games. Yeah. When you give this guy the rock, imagine yeah. if you had done this from the beginning of the year, Eagles. Yeah. So, yeah, going to Eagles at home. Giants are awful. They're they're just bad. Yep. Just bad. I agree. Uh, we got the Buccaneers traveling to Charlotte to take on the Panthers in Carolina. Man, I mean. What happened here, man? It's, I'm taking the Bucks just because they're the Bucks. They still have great defense, and you, you still got Tom Brady. You can't count out a team with Tom. You can't count out a team with Tom Brady. He can make it happen with uh, without his big names. He's done it in New England. He can do it again. Uh, he'll still hopefully have an Antonio Brown, maybe Mike Evans. They're going to make it work. Carolina Panthers are not good. Uh, I'm going Tampa. I would I would guess low scoring on this one. Um, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in Tampa's offense without playmakers like Godwin and maybe even Evans. But if Evans plays, I feel a little more comfortable. I'd say um, if this were any any team other than the Panthers, I might I might second guess it. But I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks though, on this one. Yeah, I get that. I get that. All right, so now we got the Los Angeles Chargers coming off that. Heartbreaking loss to the Chiefs going to the get right game of the Houston Texans. What you feeling? Yeah, I think the Chargers will probably steamroll here. Um, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Houston, although we've you said Davis Mills is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So <laughs> maybe I guess you're taking Houston. And I get that, but I'm gonna stick with uh, I'm gonna stick with Justin Herbert. Go with the Chargers on this one. I mean, Davis Mills was the number one recruit in college at one point. So just letting you know that. Uh, <laughs> he was the best quarterback in his high school at one point. <laughs> at one point. He was at least the, he was part the of one season. In high school at some time. Uh, so, yeah, this is Chargers should steamroll this game. Even with Austin Eckler in doubt, I uh, still got a, a solid backup. So, yeah, it's, it's Chargers, Texans going nowhere. Davis Mills, QB of the future. Watch out. Could be. Yeah, it really could be. How about the Bears heading to Seattle, taking the Seahawks? Uh, you know, I'm never going to pick the Bears, so I'm going to Seahawks here, even though they have struggled. <laughs> Russell Wilson hasn't been the same since his injury, but the Seahawks have just been a, a big disappointment, I think. And um, But the Bears, on the other side, have been a bigger disappointment. So I'm going to Seattle. They're going to keep Justin Fields on his downward trend to help my boy Matty Ice. So let's go, Seattle. 12th man, rise up. Okay. That's a lot of mixed references, but I love it. Uh, <laughs> right? Just throwing it all over the place. <laughs> yes. It's like, love. Well, actually, you just throw in all these different actors and 10 different storylines. Come there on. There were man. a lot of different storylines that you referenced in that. So I, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, you're right. Both these teams are kind of like, I don't know. They're, they're not good. They're just not performing well. It's not good. And they've got some playmakers, but I don't, I don't know. I wish, I wish the bears could get it all together. Yeah, obviously I love Justin Fields. I like Darnell Mooney a lot. I think Cole Komet's a good tight end. Um, I think they're, they've got a good future. David Montgomery's a good running back. I think they've got yes. a future if they get the right coaching in there and they kind of get the right schemes and all that. But um, maybe next year. We'll see. I'm going to go with the Seahawks at home. Maybe maybe next year. We'll see. Uh, all right. So now we got uh, the Steelers visiting the, the hottest team in the league, the Chiefs. What are we thinking? You just said it. Hottest team in the league. I mean, I don't think 
I don't think the Steelers are going to pose enough of a threat to slow them down. Um, if the Chiefs are rolling like we think they are, like they have historically, I'm not sure anybody's going to slow them down, so I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I know the Steelers have been eking out wins against your Titans and against the Browns and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I'm going Kansas City. Yeah. How about Denver heading to Vegas to take on the Raiders? Denver Ugh. could be sitting here with Drew Locke. We don't know. Teddy Bridgewater took a pretty vicious hit. He did. But, I mean, the Raiders didn't look good against such a depleted Browns team. So this is honestly a tough game for me to pick. I don't like – can we also just skip this one? It's not like they're yeah. terrible teams. It's just like such meh teams. It's like, ugh, like why? Um, man, can I put a contingency on this one? Yeah, because I think I probably will too. Oh, okay, because, I mean, I want to pick the Broncos if Teddy Bridgewater is playing, but if not, I'm going to go Raiders. Is that yeah. your same contingency? I feel the same way, yeah. I can't believe these teams are both 7-7. Seven and seven. I right? mean, these are the, the ugliest 7-7 seven and seven teams ugliest. out there. There's zero chance either of these teams does anything in the playoffs if they make it. Like, if they make it, they don't make it. I don't know. Well, one of these – One of them is going to be 8-7 after win. this. You know? <laughs> one of them will be 8-7 after this week. And I hope they tie. It, well, actually, that would be great. Uh, you know what? Good point. It could be seven, seven, or one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I like the Raiders. Okay. If uh, Drew Locke plays, if Bridgewater plays, give me the Broncos. Got it. Deal. All right. Now we go to the NFC East. We got the Washington football team. Yikes against the, I mean, once vaunted Dallas Cowboys, but they have just looked very mediocre. So uh, what do you think is going to happen here? This is Sunday night football and it's in Dallas. So they're in the dome. Dallas let Washington back in the game when they played they in did. Washington. They dominated, and then all of a sudden, Washington kind of came back, and they kind of opened the door for him. I'd say the Dallas defense looks great. Yes. Um, their offense has been the weird, struggling unit, and yes, that has. has been, to everyone's surprise. So I don't I don't know what is happening with their offense. I had such high hopes for them and think they have so many talented, skill, skilled players. I don't get it. I just don't get it, and I don't, I don't know if it's – Kellen Moore being more conservative and maybe they just need to unload and throw it 40 times a game. I don't know. Let I'd love cook. to see it. Let Dak cook. I don't know, but I'm gonna take the Cowboys either way. I just, I don't know. I'm perplexed. Yeah. I too. I mean, I too am taking the Cowboys. It is bizarre. I mean, Kellen Moore was probably one of the hottest names in the first eight weeks of the season as people as replacing head coaches midway through the season. Yeah. Going to yeah. Chicago. They had him going <laughs> yeah. hell Miami at the time. So uh, yeah, he was one of and hell, they had him staying in Dallas firing Mike McCarthy. So it is interesting to see how the offense has dropped down, but regardless, they're going to beat Washington at home on Sunday night. I think so. Here's another crappy seven and seven team matchup. <laughs> All right. I can't believe both these teams are seven and seven. The Dolphins are heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints on Monday Night Football. How about it? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Dolphins because they have just been playing well. I know they they barely beat the Jets. They had to get that last second drive to get that touchdown to win. But you know what? They've won six in a row. You gotta give them to the hot team. Two is being totally manageable, serviceable, manageable. And with the running back situation, Duke Johnson, as we talked about the other episode, getting two touchdowns. So they're just having next man up. They're just putting into anybody and, and it's making him work. I like Devontae Parker's back. Jalen Waddle, he should be off the COVID list, right? I know I he believe missed so. last week. So he's yep. gonna be back. He's their best playmaker. I like Mike Kosicki as a tight end spot. The Saints, they did just give Tom Brady his third shutout of his career, but um, they're too, I don't know. I just like what I'm seeing now the Dolphins more than what the Saints have been doing. I agree with all of that, except that they're playing in New Orleans on Monday Night right, Football. Which is hard. I, in, no, in, in my hard. mind, no way. In my mind, no way. I don't care yeah. if the Saints suck, and they, they do kind of suck. <laughs> I mean, again, to your point, they did shut off the, the Bucks, so like their defense is obviously playing well, but yep. 
Uh, their offense has been real hit or miss. Taysom Hill has not been as great as we hoped he'd be, uh, but he's shown some flashes and obviously he can run the ball. So I don't know. I think that I think the Saints will get it together um, Monday Night Football in New Orleans. That's man, it's a tough ask for the Dolphins to go in there and win that game. Hey, I, I'm not seeing it. If they want to prove that they can maybe make the playoffs, this is the game. This Watch is the game. They didn't have that five-game win streak earlier this year. That was wild. Right. Uh, was it you who mentioned when Taysom Hill was starting, was it you who said, does Sean Payton have Taysom Hill on his fantasy team? Like, is that why he is playing him? I don't know why. <laughs> that was not me. Wish it were. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. So he must. I do have a low-scoring game in that one. I have a 38 points total. And then the... Uh, the, I had 40. Look at that. That was Look the tiebreak. I had 40. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I about 40. I felt yeah. Easy. Yeah. I'm not sure who's going to put those, get those points, but oh well. So there you have it. We have a lot different, man. We have like five or six different this week. This is going to be good. This is yes, going to be an important good. week. It could, we could net out. I mean, we could net out and, and get two right each or something, but uh, you could make some. You could make some moves here, big time. I hope so. I hope so. Or I could just absolutely demolish you. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just be done for the year. So. You could be buried. <laughs> it could be very brutal. Yeah, uh, so yeah, those are our picks. Uh, but talking about picks, and we we've been mentioning about sportsbook and betting. I want to talk about our boys here at Better Off, driven by deep data and analytics. Better Off allows new betters and seasoned pros alike to track their sports betting picks in a simple, fun, and profitable way. With up to date lines from some of the most popular sportsbooks like FanDuel and DraftKings, it's never been easier to keep track of betting trends, popular picks, and your own personal stats to provide a breakdown of what to bet, where to bet, and who to bet behind. Available in both the iOS and the Google Play Store, download the Better Off app and be a better better today. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-O-F-F. I know you I hear you smirking at me. I probably do the same inflection when I say be a better better. <laughs> better, better. It's your uh, it's your Boston accent. Those words are not different to you be at all. Be better. They're better. Better, better. Do a better, better, better. A wicked better bet. Pack the car. Better. Pack your car better than that. Let's just say I'm not on the uh leaderboard anymore <laughs> <You're not on laughs> leaderboard anymore. let's just say that. um yeah i will also say i'm not on any kind of leaderboard after last week but <laughs> i don't think anybody has i think they yeah, just yeah. turned off the leaderboard i will say you won't see my picks in there if you go in there today because i'm going to wait like i said i'm yes. going to wait until we get closer to the matchups here but i will put a few sportsbook picks in yes and they will hopefully be the same as the ones i'm going to give you in a little bit they may be different we'll see okay all right man well we made our picks and now it's time to grill you and see how much you're going to remember for your viewing tonight of Love Actually. So, oh, man. I'm excited. Are you ready for said Love Actually trivia? I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, I, I no mean, guarantees I'm going to crush it, but I mean, I, I feel as confident on this as just about anything. Is it as con- I mean, because you completely steamrolled the Christmas vacation. So do you feel as confident with that? Probably so. Uh, not, maybe, not quite, maybe not quite as much, but yeah, pretty close. Damn it. I Pretty feel like close. these questions are going to be way too easy then. Well, we'll see. We'll but see. here we go. All right. You're ready. Yeah. There's a lot of story. Remember, there's a lot of storylines story here. Story so there's a lot to remember is like thinking of For all the me, connections. The hardest is the, all the character names because there's so many characters. But uh, anyway, characters. since you are Billy Mack and I am your manager, what is your new Christmas single? <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a spinoff of love is all around us called <laughs> Christmas is all around us. Christmas is all around. And I love what he, what was the line where he's trying to say like, yeah. And you know, he basically just changes every word to Christmas instead of love, but it yeah. wasn't like he had to fix or put in an extra syllable. <laughs> yeah. We, pres- we especially love the, uh, the moment in your song where you squeeze in an extra syllable and 
And he goes, oh, you mean in If You Really Love Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Go on and let it snow. Let it snow. (laughs) Yes, you are correct. Christmas is all around. One for one, Billy Mack himself. All right. All right. So we all know Colin. He... uh, he does Colin not like, Frizzle, god of sex. He is the god of sex, and he does not like British women, so he's going to go to America. So he goes to Wisconsin, where he yes. meets three women whom he stays Ooh. with. Four, which, actually. Which is... Don't forget about Harriet. Which is the sexy one? Uh, Harriet. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. You just yeah. had... <laughs> he met four women. He met three, and then they were going to go meet Harriet, who's the fourth. Right. Who's You're going to love her. She's the sexy one. Okay, so follow-up. This is not an official question. Can you name each of the actresses that of these women? All right. Um, Shannon Elizabeth. Yep. Alicia Cuthbert. Yep. January Jones. And? And um, Denise Richards Denise is Denise Richards. There yeah. Is. She's the sexy one. Yep. All right. Well done. Wow. That's a great scene too. Where yeah, it's the whole thing is just it's it's like over the top stupid, but it's oh, it's over the top. Like, sorry, you can stay with us, but you know we're we don't have very much money, so we have to share one bed. Yeah. Oh, and we can't afford pajamas. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this cold, cold night, we'll have to all sleep together. We sleep naked. <laughs> we can't afford. Is that okay? <laughs> I think that'll be all right. I think that'll be all right. All right. Uh, so this is probably just going to be a slam dunk easy one for you. What language does Jamie learn so he can speak to his housekeeper? I believe that's Portuguese to speak to. Aurelia is her name. Aurelia, yes. And uh, how many confidence points are you putting on Portuguese? I'm going to go ugh, I'm going to go 4 out of 5 on that one. 4 out of 5. Well, you would get all confidence points because it is Portuguese. Yes. Good job. Good job. That's a funny scene where uh, they introduce the housekeeper to him and he tries like several different languages. And he's like trying to speak to her and she's like, yeah, she's not from, uh, she doesn't <laughs> speak Spanish. Like, oh, she doesn't speak Romanian or whatever. And then he's like, oh, Eusebio, oh, bueno, football. And she's like, she's about 30 years too young to know who Eusebio is. <laughs> wow. Even deeper like, dive. Well done. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff in there. All right. Three for three. Two more left. I feel like it's going to be five for five. Okay. All right. What part does Daisy, Karen's daughter, play in the school nativity play? Um, I did not remember her name being Daisy, but assuming that's who I'm thinking of, it would be a lobster. I need uh, more specifics, please. <laughs> there are a number of lobsters, so I need which number she is. Oh, God. Screw you. Lobster number one. <laughs> Damn it. Yep, it's the first lobster. <laughs> <laughs> it is i literally had you it jerk the first not lobster the first lobster the so first you got lobster it. you got it you jerk nice try <laughs> all right and last question i did this to you before we started recording when you hopped on the camera we all know rick grimes himself who plays mark uh one of his greatest romantic gestures which everybody knows where he rings the bell and has the cue cards for kira knightley yeah. what is on the last card He's thinking. I, right? He's, yeah, I can just see his eyes moving back and forth. He's literally playing each card. He's I'm like, playing okay, the whole tell scene. Them it, tell them it's carolers. It's carolers. And then, like, yeah. And my broken heart will love you until you look like this. I'm thinking. I'm wondering if that's the very end because it's like it's like a, a mummy, like a dead carcass in a casket. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what it is, but 
Uh, maybe it's Merry Christmas. I don't know. Gosh, last card. Last card. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the, uh, the dead person. The dead picture. mummified person. Quite the romantic show. And the last card is Merry Christmas. Oh, come on. <laughs> Lame. Lame. Uh, yes, I wonder if second I got to you, last. you son of a bee. I wonder if second to last is that picture. Because he does say, he, he tells her that he loves her and he, he says, my broken heart or whatever will love you until you look like this. And it's a picture of, it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. So you can uh, confirm it tonight. So there you go, my friend. I will. You got four out of five. This would have been my uh, my streak buster had you gotten all five out of five. You ready for it? Oh gosh, it's gonna be super obscure. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if it is. Like, I feel like it might not be. Okay, so Sarah, who we talked about, Laura Linney, as from Ozark fame, yeah. uh, is yep. in love with her colleague Carl. Yep. So how long has she said that she has? Oh been my in god! Love with him? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, they, so, they they name it a couple of times. If you gave me if you gave me uh, multiple choice, I think I could. Maybe so I'm not going to give you multiple choice, but I'll say this. They have been working together for two years, seven months, three days, and two hours. So how long has she been in love with him? Two years, seven months, three days, is that what you said? And about an hour and a half, I think is what she yeah, said? an hour and 30 minutes, yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. about 30 minutes in. Carl, he's like an architect. Well, that, that, like, to me, like, there are several storylines that seem a little bit odd, right? And the Colin thing is totally bizarre. But her and Carl, <laughs> totally like, he's like a freaking calvin klein model and she's like it's <laughs> like pasty like late 30s maybe early 40s like white chick who's not even super attractive like it, it never made any sense at all i was like that one's yeah that one was pretty wild that one was wild so yes well, well done i'll even give you like a partial gold star for that last question uh so you got four to five my man well done you can confirm not it bad. tonight Cut back to Not me. You can, you can shoot me a video of when uh, he gives the, the cue cards. The and final card. That, that mummy if the second me. to last one is that mummy thing, I'll feel pretty good. There you go. Redemption. 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 All We're right. Talking about redemption. Are you going to get any this week in Daily Fantasy? God, I sure hope so. Uh, I'm going to give you my lineup <laughs> first so we can get this over with. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know. feel pretty good. We'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm coming at you with quarterback Matt Stafford. Going against Minnesota, 6,700. He's going to light it up against that weak secondary. Light it up. I'm taking a matchup play here with James Robinson going against the Jets. He is 5,900. Running back one for me. Running back two. This I thought was too cheap. Yet again, David Montgomery, 5,700. Taking on Seattle. Their run defense has not been great this season. But 5,700, I thought was a good price for guys getting all the touches. Uh, had to save some room for everybody in my on the bus here because I'm going with Cooper Cup 9100. <laughs> I'm playing him. He got 37 points last night for God's sake, um, and they have not adjusted his price because he played on a Tuesday night. So I'm taking Cooper Cup 9100. Uh, that does not give me a lot of extra money. So then I'm going to play value plays at Russell Gage 5900, okay. taking on the Lions, the and then I'm going to bring that one back with Amon Ross St. Brown 5600, taking on the Falcons. Really hope Jared Goff plays in that game. I think Tim Boyle can get him the ball. We'll see. <laughs> uh, tight end. This is a bit of a punt as usual. I'm going with Cole Komet. I mentioned him earlier against Seattle. He's 3,300. He is one of Justin Fields' favorite targets. Uh, has not caught a touchdown pass yet. I think that's maybe going to change this week. And then I'm going uh, value play uh, Ronald Jones, 5,100 for the Bucks, taking on the Panthers. Not a great matchup, but with Leonard Fournette out, 
he's going to get the bulk of the carries and hopefully some catches and maybe pound into the touch in the end zone as well. So we'll see what happens there. Defense, I'm going. Second time I've done it this year. The vaunted Lions defense. Oh, yeah. Taking yes. on the Falcons. Let's go. 2,600. Give wow. me that. That's expensive, man. You really, you did not punt. All right. So just so you know, this one. we have five of the same players. Five? Five. <laughs> well, listen, we should also caveat. Part of the problem is we created the contest yesterday, and the only contest I could create on DraftKings was the Sunday slate of 11 games. So That's I couldn't true. play Thursday night. I couldn't play the Saturday games and couldn't play Monday night football. But and still. I don't think I, I couldn't play Sunday night football either. It's just the noon and three twenty-five games. So that, but that still, does limit the pool. Five is absurd. Five is, is absurd though. Considering how many there are. So That's super annoying. Yes, it is. Uh, I too went with one Matthew, Matthew Stafford uh, against those Minnesota yeah, Vikings yeah. for 6,700. Uh, yeah, he was way too cheap. Even if, we had all the games. I would have picked him regardless. Six seven hundred. I didn't realize how low that's that super was cheap. For him. Yeah, I don't know why that's so cheap. I too went with one James Robinson uh, going against the worst run defense in the league of the Jets for fifty nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy has been a darling all year. He sucked last week, but I went with Cordell Patterson of the Falcons. He was six seven hundred. So I figured, yep. as you said, bounce back. Uh was I knew you were going to come back to him, so I went right back to him as well. We got Cooper Cup, $9,100. I figured pairing him with Matt Stafford yeah. uh, against a terrible Minnesota defense. So I figured you might be doing Cup. I did not think you would do Stafford, but I figured you might be going Cup since I cupped you. I also went with one Amon Ra St. Brown because I almost picked him up. You did uh, in our league, and he'd been, He's been on fire. Three straight games, man. So 5,600 yeah. against the Falcons. So I, I thought that was a great value. Since we both pick Cooper Cup, we need to find some value plays. Uh, and my other value play at forty seven hundred is Gabe Davis. Nice, figured. We, we I thought about, about him. I really did. I, I'm worried about the Patriots defense, but that's a great play, especially at that price. Yeah, it's forty seven. So I thought, perfect. I can do that. Tight end, uh, punt a little bit. Jared Cook, thirty five hundred against the Texans. He's just literally been... can't catch a football. That's okay. <laughs> It's fine. He'll get me eight points. It's okay. Just no snowflake. Uh, and then my flex, I also went with Ronald Jones. The second. Yeah. There were the some, second. maybe these were just more obvious this week. I don't know. I, I, after I picked Cup, I thought, where are my, my value plays? And they just all jumped out, and clearly it jumped out to you too. So Yeah, it, it's, everybody in like the 5,500 range, you got to find the best ones of those guys, and these guys right. all seem like they should be priced for Well, because think about it, if neither one of us had done Cooper Cup, that would have shaken up everything else. So True. the fact that True. we both went and really, we really had to look for those value. And these are the most obvious value plays. Yep. And then uh, for my defense, I went with the Chicago bears going to Seattle. Nice. The crazy thing is I still had $200 left. I messed that up. I blew that one. I have a hundred left and um, there's a chance. I would say there's, there's a chance that we should be playing the Falcons defense. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Boyle's going to be back there. They suck in general, but True. if Tim Boyle's going to start, that might be a good play. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Not going to be able to make up a lot of ground on that one, but um, maybe I can get 30 or 40 points. Who knows? <laughs> one, ne- one never knows. I'll give you some sports book bets. And again, it's too early to place these. So, but hang on to them. If nothing changes, these currently look pretty good to me. And so keep that in mind. I'm not going to place them again. I won't even put them in better off until later in the week, but uh, here's what I've got going so far. I like the Rams minus three against the Vikings. I know the Vikings have played a lot of close games, and that's probably why this spread is only at three points. 
It's at Minnesota. Probably another reason. So that's a six point game in a neutral neutral territory. I don't think there's much home field advantage there. So I'm going to go with the Rams minus three. I like Washington to cover 10 and a half against Dallas. I thought that was way too Ooh. high. Okay. Dallas, granted, they did kind of stomp Washington in the first game, but they let them right back in it. I don't know. 10 and a half seems like a lot for a division rivalry like that. I know Washington's not any good, but they, they'll be healthier. And uh, I think they can maybe keep it close. Dallas has not been great on offense. I mentioned this earlier. I like the under in the Tampa Bay and Carolina game. Under 44 is the line there. I like under. I just, I'm not sure where the playmakers are going to come from. If the Tampa defense plays well, like they did last week, Carolina's not going to be able to score. So, um, and I don't think Tampa's going to put up 44 either. Carolina's defense is decent too. And then the parlay that I've got in mind, at least for now, is Green Bay over Cleveland, Tampa over Carolina, the Chargers over Houston, and Kansas City over Pittsburgh. That was at a plus 139 when they paired together yesterday. Uh, keep an eye on all those matchups and see how, how you feel about it. I'd feel really good about all of those. The Tampa game worries me a little bit, but I I feel pretty good about all of those, honestly. Okay. What about KC with just all the uh, COVID peeps? Yeah, I mean, if Tyreek and Kelsey are out, I'm definitely staying away from that one. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's a good point. That's it's exactly why we want to wait. Yeah, don't do it today. <laughs> don't do it today. All right, man. So uh, we got a do it of the week. Do it. Do it. Do it. You've kind of been on a cold streak. Not gonna lie. Actually, Golly. no. You won. You won defense kickers just barely. You son of just a barely. But I lost. Just I barely. lost coaches, and I lost the the trader <laughs> draft. <laughs> lost coaches. <laughs> lost coaches. That was bad. So what you what got to do this week? week? Oh we crap! Do, We're both stonewalled. Um, hmm. You want to roll with my squad? Want to roll with your squad and do two players from each from each position, or just two sure. players? Yeah, we can do three. I've got so many good players. We could just I pick guess, three. I mean, three or four. Shit, so we many, could pick four if you want to. Tragedy of the Cummins. I got so many good ones. Uh, yeah, we did last place, so let's do first place. Let's let's just pick four players. I mean, I really have enough guys. I think we can make that work. Will you shut up about, oh, my team is so good. I can, we can it's so stacked. It's so stacked. <laughs> okay, you can only take one quarterback. I have two. So you can only take one quarterback. That's the only caveat okay. here. All right. Yep. I assume you're sticking with heads, right? I've got old I'm Lincoln here doing his thing. Andrew Lincoln is doing his thing here. Oh, it's yes! heads. It's heads. I'll take the first pick. Uh, all right. Give me Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to go quarterback or are you going to go? Uh, nope. <laughs> going Jonathan, take Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. All right. Good call. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Jalen. Yep. And... Hmm. <laughs> it's actually a tough call for receivers. Um, I guess I'm going to go. Uh, this sounds a little, it's crazy that this is a tough call, but give me a B coming back. Wow. Okay. From the suspension. Give me a B. I think he's going to light it up this week. All right. So I get two picks now. I'll take uh, Debo and. Man, this is crazy that I'm passing. Ugh. You know what? Give me Debo and David Montgomery. Okay. I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I know what you're. I know what you think is crazy, right? Yeah. Pass on Zeke. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Deontay Johnson. 
And this is where this is kind of where I'm at with my flex, right? This is what I've been trying to figure out. I've got <laughs> Zeke, I've got Michael Pittman, I've got Amon Ra St. Brown. Got Khalil Herbert. Obviously, Khalil Herbert. I'm keeping Chris Goddard on my IR. I'm just gonna keep him on the team. He's, I was he's hoping you were gonna drop him just so I could pick him up. Like, look at this nah. guy ahead of my team. <laughs> nah. I'm keeping him on IR. He's an honorary teammate. Damn. He's, he's gonna be good in the locker room for us. He is. He's a leader. Okay, well, with the golf news, I think I can't consider St. Brown, at least not today. So then I'm looking at Pittman and Zeke, and I I think I'm going to roll with Zeke. I don't feel great about it, but I'm going to roll with him. If you had passed on Zeke, I would have taken him in lieu of a quarterback. Really? really, Yeah. (laughs) So just give me Russ Dangerous. All right, so... I say that the combination of Jalen Hurts, Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Ezekiel Elliott score more points than Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, David Montgomery, and Russell Wilson. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, I say Jonathan Taylor, Debo Samuel, David Montgomery, Russell Wilson will score more fantasy points than Jalen Hurts, Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Zeke. Do it. Do it. Bacardi and Colder. Do it. Let's hope it's a shootout. Let's hope it's a shootout. Shootout. You need the points. Give me the points. Shoot out. <laughs> it's a big week. It's the semifinals in the playoffs. Semifinals in the I playoffs. Need I need you Christmas. on my cheering section. Now that you're out, you. man, I need you on my. I need you having my back. Uh, can you cheer for me in the fifth place game, please? Over your pulling, I was pulling hard for you all season. I, I was. I was trying to help your team. I was giving you some advice, some tips, some some waiver it. pickups. I'm on your I side. It. Yes, I wanted to see you in the playoffs too. I wanted to see you in the championship. Oh, that would have been lovely, but. Oh, well, next year, my friend, we'll be there next year. Uh, so happy, Merry Christmas. I was about to say happy Christmas because I'm we're in love, actually. So I was in London. So happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry happy Christmas, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy the time with the fam. Enjoy the viewing tonight. Can't wait to hear about it. Stoked and about uh, it. yeah, enjoy the time. You as well, man. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, to everybody. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Hope it's awesome for you. We'll be For back. Sure. Uh, we'll be back next week before the new year. I was gonna say we'll be back in the new year. We'll be back before the new year. <laughs> we will. You'll Don't be worry. you'll be riding solo on Tuesday's episode, though, right? No, we might have a guest appearance, so oh! just be ready. Just be ready. Another guest host. Okay. So okay, okay. All right, we'll go in. Lions. Come on, Lions. Come on, Lions. Come on. Sure I'm going. on Saint Ra. I'm on Saint Ra. <laughs> <laughs> I went with the Ra after the Amon, but went with the Brown. Amon <laughs> Saint Ra. That's I think I like that and, better. And with that, and with that, Amon Saint Ra. <laughs> Keep holding that cheese. Hold it. The people I love are you. It's a terrible mistake.